Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Hello, hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Lunch with the Shark. TGIF, people, TGIF, thank God it's Friday, thank God it's Friday. How you guys are doing? How's your week been? Um, I can tell you one thing. My week at our office, it has been very, very interesting. It has been a week of a lot of and not because of failures or things that have gone wrong, but just in general. Uh, I want to share a, a, a good thing that has happened here at the office and is that um, as of last Tuesday, every single pending item in our to-do list has been scratched off and has uh, received a check mark. Uh, every single set of books for our clients has been reviewed, approved, and we have issued financial statements to all of them. And uh, it's been it's been amazing. It's been great. It's been it's been really really good. We feel really really uh, accomplished. And now it's time to grow and move the company forward. So it's it's great. It's great. I I am excited. So how you guys uh, measure during the week? How you guys done? What, what is it that you are celebrating in accomplishments? What is it that you're celebrating in your business, in your life, in, 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 in everything? Like, tell me, tell us, share it with us. Uh, share a success, share a bump on the road that maybe we can help you with. Share whatever you want. Uh, share, share a pain, share a sorrow, share a success, share whatever you want. So um, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's see what is it that you guys are doing. On another, on another um, uh, train of thought, uh, yesterday we had the opportunity to go down to uh, Rosarito. We actually celebrated uh, my sister-in-law, Georgina. Uh, birthday and um, the family we all went down celebrated with her 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 um, her mom and her family and it was it was a very nice um, evening and on our way back from Rosarito over to to the US it was very interesting because uh, to cross the border it was a bit um, tedious, and um, and it was very very eye opening. Your mindset when you cross to another country, and mind you, I'm Mexican. It it it, it shifts, it changes. It's it's very. Um, it's a mind game. And I can assure you that we are as safe in Mexico as we are safe in the US. But 
unfortunately, media has led us to believe that everywhere else, it's very unsafe. Everywhere else, you are not protected. Um, even crossing the border, we were scared or afraid that uh, based on comments in the media and from our governors, um, government agencies is that, oh, we might not even allow US citizens or residents to cross the border uh, if we think that they are infected or they are COVID-19 positive. Come on, really, let's, let's stop that shit. Let's stop that shit. Um, it affects all of us. It affects everything. It affects our economy. It affects our lives. Um, it affects everything. And to continue with our series, and this is this is something to 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 open up our our conversation about our series. Um, we want to educate. We want to prepare our kids to thrive and succeed. Uh, as you know, we're holding our lunch with a shark contest for our kids, our young entrepreneurs, the shark, the young sharks of the future. And as parents, we want to position our kids to make their own decisions. Do not impose on them. You have to go to school. Uh, you have to finish university or college. Uh, give me a degree and then do whatever the hell you want. That's what I was told. Give me a degree and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Hmm. Interesting. Don't do that. Don't force them to become something that they don't want to. Don't force them or pick a career for them that they don't want whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, an engineer, teach your children the way of the profession and encourage them to pursue their passion. Don't cut their wings off. Whether they did it to you, whether that's the way you want it to be, plain and simple, shut it off, cut it. Don't impose on them what you want them to be what you are oh you have to continue with my with the business with the family tradition your great 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 grandparent was an attorney and so forth every single generation in our family has had an attorney so you have to become a lawyer don't it's plain and simple don't Accept that your kid might not be the next lawyer in the family and you are the last lawyer in your whole uh, chain of descendants. Just let them pursue whatever their passion in life is. Support them. Maybe they want to become an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur, believe it or not, it's a profession. It's a career. You have to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Plain and simple. You do not go to school to become an entrepreneur. You do not go to school to become 
a, a business owner, you go to school to get the foundation, the basis, the basics for any single profession there is out there. Doctors, MDs, physicians, they go to school to learn the basics. They go to school, to medical school, to learn the foundation. They become doctors inside the hospitals. They become doctors inside their practices, inside their internship, inside a hospital. If not, ask them. My brother's a doctor. My brother went to school five years, but before he could practice, he had to do his internship, his practices, his so forth, blah, 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 like for 10 years. And then, and then he was, and he's still studying. Same as an attorney, same as a doctor, same as an accountant. You learn the basics in the school. You learn basics in the in the university. Come on, you don't. I remember. I remember that credits and debits. When you first start working, fuck, they're not the same. They are not the same. Whatever they teach you is the basics. So, entrepreneurship, it's a career. Yes. There should be a, a, a degree of entrepreneurship where they teach you the basics, the foundations. It's very simple. But maybe you as a parent, you have the slight, you don't have the slightest idea on how to raise them with an entrepreneurial spirit. Because you don't have that gene because you might be afraid of teaching them something that you do not excel in. And that's very, very, very acceptable. That's very, very understandable. If how I'm going to teach my kid something that I don't know. Well, today I want to help you teach certain things that are going to help any, any single kid, whether they want to become entrepreneurs or business owners, because remember, if you're a lawyer, an attorney, and you have your own firm, that makes you a business owner with some entrepreneurship spirit on you. Okay. So let's start by giving you some, some, some tips, some things that you can start doing with your kid to help them, uh, um, light that flame or that desire to become an entrepreneur at a young age. The first thing it's make them figure it out. Make them figure it out. As entrepreneurs, we are constantly trying to solve problems. That's the main thing. As entrepreneurs, you always try or you're always solving problems. If you're focusing on the problem instead of focusing on the solution, you are fucking it up. So make them figure it out. Give kids the time and encourage them to figure out things with puzzles, quizzes, 
things to put together. Legos, Legos are a great way to encourage your kids to put things together, to figure it out. Remember, uh, Legos are, are sets, okay? Most most Legos are sold as a set. They're, they're sold as, as, as a kid, they have a, a picture, they have instructions, and it's really fun putting them together following the instructions. But the most important thing is to utilize that set and create something different than what it's in the instructions. That's the learning piece of it. That's the learning part of it. That's, that's how we learn how to solve problems, right? Encourage them, encourage the why. Make them question, not your decisions, right? So just that's part of the education. Make them question uh, uh, things. Uh, don't, don't think for them. That's the first thing, the, 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 the most important piece here. Teach your kid to get in the habit of thinking on their own. Um, yes, make them Google things. Make them interact with whatever is in Google and with the knowledge that you have about their questions. Okay? Make them assertive make them uh give them options a b or c and then they can start questioning why a why b why c it's a game part of the playing the quizzes and puzzles instead of having a uh, mind mind creep or mindset or or mind i don't know the name of the game uh my nephew or my niece are gonna be like oh oh uncle you don't know it no i don't know what the game is but instead of playing sort those type of games have them download applications where they have quizzes and they have puzzles that are relevant and they're fun for them okay don't make it tedious and also don't make it a like sort of homeworkish homework it's not like my kids because it's like it's tedious Make it fun, make it game, make it playful, okay? And they're going to enjoy it. And that's not only if they want to be entrepreneurial. That's part of the process of growing up and learning. So in their career, if they decide to become an accountant, if they decide to become a lawyer and work for somebody, which is perfectly normal and fine, they're going to be inquisitive. They're going to be on their toes they're going to be always trying to solve the problem, not focus on the problem, because that's the problem. We tend to focus on the problem. It sounds like a brittle, but it, it, it is the truth. OK, so. Encouraging the why and making them play quizzes and puzzles, it's very positive. OK, now uh, it also helps them figure out the challenges. Okay, it helps them figure out the problem. Okay, so encourage that. Number two, or another one, is support their their pursuit and encourage them to invest. Okay, as business owners, one of our um, problems is that if we want to start something. We always have limiting beliefs. 
we have limiting beliefs uh, might be fear, might be lack of knowledge, might be capital, <laughs> right? So, but the biggest problem, uh, it's your limiting beliefs that you have, you don't have enough capital, okay? So support their pursuit and encourage them to invest. If your kids are interested in starting a lemonade stand, ask them about where they are going to get the money to start it. That's the first thing, right? Because starting a business requires capital. Teach them on how they can raise the money, chores around the house, ask grandma for a loan, ask um, mom for a loan, ask dad for a loan, uh, start with whatever they have in the room that it can be utilized to start a lemonade stand or uh, a mask business or what Miguel Angelito was doing with his passion, uh, the, the baseball cards that he was going to utilize his own baseball cards to start the business. That's part of the investment. That's part of teaching them how to utilize their resources at hand to start a business. Most of us as business owners, we don't see beyond our nose because number one, we don't know how to solve problems. We're so in tune in our little, little minuscule dotted so a problem that we don't see outside there, outside that. Kids, on the other hand, tend to be more resourceful, tend to be more um, venturous, and they might decide to use a couple of their shares uh, in their room to start the lemonade stand. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because they're resourceful. And most of them can care less what people think about them. We get to a certain age where we start thinking that because everything is about us, everybody's thinking about us. And is that true? So encourage that on them. Yeah. Give them a loan as a capital. Explain to them what capital is. Capital for kids is, hey, you know what? What do we need to open a lemonade stand? What do you need to start lemonades? And I'm going to tell you, they're going to tell you or say to you very minimum basic stuff based on what they believe they need to start a lemonade stand. Us, as adults, we complicate things. And I'm going to tell you a story about it. Miguel Angelito, three or four weeks ago, was here in, in the house, in your house, and he had a cooking class. And he was supposed to make, um, he made, well, no, I made, because I sort of overtook his class, but uh, because we as adults tend to complicate everything. Uh, fried rice and sushi. Okay, and he he has expressed desire of becoming a chef. So because of that, I was trying to impose on him from the get go ways of holding the knife, ways of cooking properly using technique instead of making it fun. He got this courage. <laughs> 
at that point, right? And I got upset because he wasn't listening. So don't impose. Don't try to step over their boundaries and step over their idea. Don't try to make it better from the get-go. Just plain and simple, listen to them and let them do things at this early stage of life where the, the, the time is not of an essence and they're going to learn, okay? They're going to learn. After they made they make errors or mistakes or, or things like that, encourage them to solve the problem, number one, and you're not going to lose money, right? It's a learning experience, but let them enjoy themselves. That's the biggest thing. Uh, that's even the biggest thing with entrepreneurs as adults. We start a business because of our passion and down the road, we lose that passion because of all the tedious, stupid, freaking stuff that us put on our plate because of our limiting beliefs, because of our stupidity of complicating things. Things in life are easy. We complicate things because of our beliefs. Kids don't. So provide them the capital, provide them the tools, provide them your support, and let them do things their way. I'm going to tell you one thing. If you look at them, they're going to be doing things their way, but very, very, very simple, and they're going to be successful. And you're going to be in your mind is like, fuck, I would have done this. Step back, look at their things, and look at your things. Just look at them, and you're going you're gonna to realize that it's shit. I'm overcomplicated stuff. This exercise is going to help you if you are an entrepreneur in your business. Simplify. Simplify. You can also ask them to use their own money if you have a savings account for them, which will give them a real sense of what starting a business is like. Skin in the game. Do you really want to start a lemonade stand? Okay. We have $100 from your last birthday that grandma gave you. How much are you willing to utilize to open your lemonade stand? Because let me tell you one thing. Even though they're kids and they might have four, five, six years, okay, under their belt, they know what grandma gave them on their last birthday and last Christmas or last time she visited. They keep tally, okay? They know how much money that you have of theirs in your bank account or in your pocket. They know. They're kids. They're not stupid. Now, it's time to teach them about money. Teach them about money. One thing is teaching them about investing. And another thing is teaching them about money. They need to learn how to generate money, spend money, invest money, and also 
waste money. But you need to teach them how to respect money by celebrating with, with them every time they find money on the ground, every time they do a shore in, in the house and they earned the money. Teach them how easy is to earn the money, but at the same time, how is easy it is to spend or waste the money. Bring them to the office. Let them do some chores around the, the office. Cutting, filing, scanning, cleaning the office. Oh no, my kid is not, never, he, I never cleaned the office. Why is my kid going to clean the office? Because it builds character. Because there's nothing wrong with your kid picking up a cloth and dusting your desk. There's nothing wrong with it. Give them two, three, five dollars. There's nothing wrong. It actually builds character. My dad used to say, in order for you to tell somebody what to do, you have to know how to do it. In order for you to tell somebody to do or instruct somebody to do something, you have to know how to do it. There's nothing wrong about having your kid learning on how to earn that money. There's nothing wrong with you telling your kid, go outside and broom the patio, even though they do it wrong, according to your beliefs, not to theirs. After they've done it, teach them or tell them how to do it. Remember, it's not about how you say it. It's about how you ask for it. And yesterday, we had a very, very clear example. My brother asked for a drink at the restaurant. And he asked for a bigger glass. He said, hey, can you bring me a bigger glass with ice? The waiter followed his instructions. He brought a bigger glass with ice. And he in turn said, oh, no, I didn't want this glass. I wanted this other type of glass with ice. Don't you know? Well, I turned to him. I said, Miragen, here's the problem. You thought something in your mind, in your head, but you didn't express it as you wanted it. Clear instructions, clear instructions, clear instructions will get you far. Hey, whatever his name was, or excuse me, do you know what? Do you mind bringing me a glass like this, la da 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 da, da with ice? Simple. With clarity, you will get very far. If you teach your kid from the get-go, clearly, not assuming he is going to get it. You are not going to get disappointed. Oh, you don't know how to broom the, the, the patio. Well, no, he doesn't. 
based on your beliefs. So have them explore the possibility of what they can do with that money. So here we come to another game. Ask them for ideas on how they can invest. Again, you need to explain to them what's investing based on your beliefs, unfortunately, but just teach them. It's all about telling them at an early stage. How can we celebrate that you have earned or found this money? Teach them, have them pitch you an idea. If they want to build a lemonade stand, have them pitch you that idea. Give them a guide. That's what we did with Benny and David. One day we were just sitting here at, at, at the couch watching TV. It was probably 7.30, 8-ish. And Benny and David called and they said, hey, uncles, um, we want to open a lemonade stand. Do you want to invest in our lemonade stand? And I immediately said, yes. How are you going to do it? Sell me. You're asking me for money. Why would I give you the money? I know that I'm going to give you the money because you're my 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 nephews, right? Regardless. Yes, yes. I'm 100% in. But just sell me the idea. And then just guide them. Have them see a couple of episodes of Lunch, uh, Lunch with the Shark. Um, no, Shark Tank for kids. They're going to learn a lot. Ask them questions. Guide them. Help them help you. Teach them. Make it a game. Make it a game. Right? Think about the problem people are facing in their daily lives. And they're going to be very, very aware of the problems that we all as adults are going. And then ask them to give you a solution for that problem. And then you start coming up with an idea. And then you're going to teach them that a business, it's just as plain, as simple as giving your customers the solution to a problem that they don't know they have. it in itself right there a business it's a solution to a problem that your clients have no idea they have make it a game make it fun make it fun encourage your kids to read obviously i'm not going to tell you give them or hand them a Tony Robbins book. No, but there's books out there that talk about kids entrepreneurship, starting a business and make it fun. Read to them, read with them, read it to them and ask them questions. Ask them questions. Even stories can be fun and can be converted into business mind activities 
if you want to encourage entrepreneurship or if you want your kids to be entrepreneurs or if your kids have expressed the desire or the wish to become business owners. Now kids don't want to go and work for somebody. They want to work maybe for multiple people. So encourage them. Give them the opportunity to share what they have learned from the book and work with them to demonstrate the important teachings from the book. Maybe just read a, 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 a story, but ask them, like, what do you learn from the story? What can you apply in your life? And you start building character. Uh, we discussed this um, with Carla, our psychologist, that new generations are made of crystal they break in the first with the first wind that uh it comes from north whatever uh it's not that they're crystal or they're weak that's how they're being brought up uh they're being uh rewarded just for trying and not winning and there's no resilience there there's there's no there's no shell that it's going to protect them from the real world. Unfortunately, when they're going to go out and seek employment, there's only one position available for a million people. So what's going to happen? Are employers going to have 999,999 certificates of thank you, but no thank you position? Are they going to send 999,999, I am so sorry, but you're a great person. You are great, blah, 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 but, but good luck next time. No, they're not. Most likely not. Most likely they're not going to even hear back from that possible employer. And what are they going to go? Crawl down under the bed and cry? We need to build character. Don't be as harsh. Times I, um, my mom says, Vidal, you're really hard on the kids. I know that I'm very hard. I do it with the best intentions in mind and the wish and desire for them to build character. Unfortunately, sometimes they don't get it. But character will create amazing individuals over the life. Involve them in decisions. We're going here and that's it, because I'm your mother. This can be very impactful, very, very impactful. Why? Because even if we don't have a business, as employees, we have decisions to make. And if we are not secure and sure on the decisions that we're making, we're never going to pull the trigger on any decision. We're just going to become, yes, 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 yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. Fuck that. Let them make decisions with you. Obviously guide them. Okay, they're kids. <laughs> uh, but make them part of that decision-making. 
okay? Like, hey, we're going on vacation. We are going, this is the options. These are the options. Help them decide. Help them, you make the decision. If you're making a decision that affects them, ask their opinion as to see how they came to that conclusion. Sometimes you should make a decision against their wishes. But explaining that sometimes uh, the decisions that are made, uh, it's going to help them understand why. For a kid, I know it's very difficult to understand why when it goes against what they want. They, they, they fully don't comprehend your reasoning behind because they have other reasonings. They have other ways of rationalizing the decision or, uh, or thought process. Nevertheless, I really, really ask you to hear them out because, again, our rationalization is so complex and convoluted that their reasoning is very clear and simple. They do not complicate shit. If it's white, it's white. Oh no, but okay, let's let's look at this Starbucks cup. It is not white. It's sort of an off-whitish with a cream chingadera and well, it has a little green in there. It's white. Period. For kids, if you ask them, this is white with green. Oh no, no, it's not a green, it's sort of an off foresty green. Dude, come on. We try to complicate everything. They don't. They don't. They're plain and simple, straight to the point. That also helps them and teaches them the importance of communicating. It teaches them the way of how they're going to package, okay? How they're going to package their idea because they're going to be selling you on why are they making that decision do you see how important is that you're teaching them how to market and sell themselves you're teaching them on the importance of how to build their case how to manage and make their point come across. That's very, very, very impactful. They're going to start thinking about how they will market their own product. How are they going to target you in the next time they're going to have to make a decision together with you? Sometimes you're going to have to give in. Sometimes you're going to be like, holy shit, he's right. And you're going to have to eat your ego and let them make that decision. Isn't that fun? Another point that you need to teach them is don't hand life to them. Holy crap. This is going to help them with managing 
outsourcing time management obviously it's not going to be like well do whatever the fuck you want with your life it's your life no but don't hand them life to them it's very it's very interesting because here in our household Miguel Angelito he has very very expensive tastes <laughs> I don't know where he gets it from mm. and uh, oh uncle I won this car for blah 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 or uncle um do you know what uh, my my next watch I wanted it to be a Rolex fuck I'm not gonna hand it to him I actually already told them I said hey if you graduate from high school with with I am not asking him for perfect or excellent uh grades I wish he graduated. I just, just really, I just wish he graduates from uh, high school. I'll give you a Rolex. So there's a goal. I'm not just handing it to him. He's going to have to work for it. Right? So teach them the value of earning life. Make them work for things that they want. The value of hard work and patience will develop, giving them the availability or the ability to face challenges when they have their own business or where they're working for someone. Sometimes struggling is good to build up confidence. Or uh, uh, he was trying to negotiate with me. Well, what if I just graduate from, no, it's not that simple not that simple help them pursue their profitable passion passion is so important remember when you started at your business what moved you what passion you to do so step back right now and do you still have the same passion do you do you have the same drive you're tired, you're overworked. But the only reason is because you have complicated things. That's the only reason. You have complicated things, it's on you. You're limiting beliefs. No, 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 no. You are not going to become a chef because that's that's a very tough uh, uh, market and you're gonna suffer and you're not gonna make it. No, 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 no. Select another career. Fuck you. Let them encourage them, their passion. I know that you're trying to avoid them sorrow, avoid them deception, avoid them, avoiding them to fall. But no, don't do that. If they have a couple of business idea, show them which one is most profitable and why. Don't just cut it. No. You are not going to become a chef, period. Fuck that. Or you bring me a certificate of a career that is going to make you money or it's going to at least make you eat, you and your family, and then you pursue whatever the fuck you want. Just listen to yourself. This will help your child 
figure out which one of the businesses they have or the ideas they have will be better to pursue. Do you know what I do with my with Miguel Angelito when we go to Lego store and he's like, Uncle, do you buy me some Legos? Yes, you have $30. Pick whatever you want, for instance. So he goes around and he starts looking about this and he's like, oh, look, Uncle, this is that the one you want? No, but I also want this. Well, that's more than $30. What can we do? Which one you like the most? Which one will give you blah, 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 blah. You start asking him. You start letting him make decisions. Instead of me just handing him $30, we help them make the decision. We don't pick for him. He picks for him based on the idea or his perception or which one it's going to be most profitable for him. It's going to help them when it comes to business to look at the profit margins. Obviously, you're not going to teach them at a four or three, five, six, seven years old what profit margin is. Just try to explain to it. You're going to help them understand budgeting. You have 30 bucks. 30, he knows the value. So he knows how to add. So you have 30. You need to take into consideration taxes because I'm not paying for taxes. You see what I'm doing there? You're teaching them and setting them for success. You're not solving their life. You're not solving their problems. You're, you're helping them. You're encouraging them. You're building character. One thing that we need to realize is that, shit, we overcomplicate stuff. Everything is so simple. Just ask your kid. Do an exercise. If you own a business, talk to your kid about one of your most complex problems that you have in your office. Obviously, obviously, speak to him in his language and ask him for advice. You're going to be surprised that he's going to come up with a solution that if you implement it in your business, you're going to get results. They're not tainted. Kids are pure. Kids are free of debris in their heads. Kids are free of uh, stupid beliefs. Kids are so truthful that they're going to tell you the first thing that comes to their mind based on their problem-solving intuition. Try it. You're going to be surprised. So send us the videos from your kids. We're going to start putting up videos, selecting uh, little uh, kids to come into the show and uh, pitch their ideas. We're going to guide them, help them. And we have four uh, $500 prices and one $750 prize that is going to be picked by our little young sharks, Miguel Angelito, David, and Benny. Send us the videos to kids at invictus-advisors.com. And uh, I hope to hear from you. Let us know about your kit. 
So not only uh, they're going to learn, they're going to have fun. Really, it's all about having fun. So also, if you want to uh, send us a, um, a video or comment or message or a whatever you want, send it to our social media, Invictus Advisors, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. I don't know what else, but all social medias, we might be there. We might not. And if you want us to be at one of those social or any social media that you are, we are not in, send us a message. Let us know. Um, if you have any ideas of what I just spoke or you disagree on what I've just said, send us, send it also, send us a message. We would be more than happy to invite you to the show and participate and we can dialogue, we can discuss, we can come to it's, it's okay uh, to not share the same beliefs. Perfect. And today, uh, to end up, end up our week and end up our lunch with a shark with our quote, our quote of the day comes from someone that has failed over a thousand times. I think he didn't fail. I think that he was learning every single time that he had a no or he stumbled or whatever. And you know who I'm talking about? I'm talking about the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, Colonel Sanders. And his quote is, one has to remember that every failure can be a stepping stone to something better. So true. Every failure, it's a stepping stone or a stone for your wall to make it better. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you and uh, listening, hearing you. Bon appetit. See you next Monday. Thank you for listening to Lunch with a Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.